Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Daily Grind. My name is Kelly Johnson, your fun and friendly host. We are in episode 19 of season three, the very best one yet. We are beyond excited today. We have a new podcasting series. It's called The Podcast Grind. What do you know? So what is this series about? We want to start a podcast, but if you're not familiar with it or how to begin, so tune into The Podcast Grind today. It's for the community of people who are interested and passionate about sharing their voice and message with the world through powerful mediums of audio and video. So we're proud to unite as many people as possible to learn, get inspired, and grow better together. So The Podcast Grind is for everyone, basically, whether you are new to podcasting or just got one year under your belt. So each session, we will talk about everything from starting a podcast, launching, marketing, branding, and more. So we'll talk about equipment, editing, monetizing secrets, and the essentials to help you stand out from the competition. Uh, we are back on our podcast grind, our second episode of this series. So we're going to talk about all about the customer, finding the right guests, uh, the best practices, and a lot more. So joining us today on the show, we're welcoming back Elijah Dirks. Woo. Back at it. Glad to be here again. Yes. I am excited for today's. I really am. This one is, is one of the... One of the uh, there's about three of them that I'm I'm pretty excited about. So this is definitely one of the big topics. Likewise, I think we were talking off air too, like just finding the right guests and the best guest etiquette and all the above. Uh, this really is kind of brushed over a lot of times. I think this is a key topic that we need to discuss and good information for, again, our daily grinders out there that are looking to level up in their podcast game as well as us get the ball rolling starting their own podcast. So with those guest etiquettes, especially here with Elijah. So he's a perfect example that we can use <laughs> on the show, as well as any of our guests from seasons one through three. So just talking about finding the right guest, or I guess one one key point I wanted to make right away is promoting yourself, but also promoting your guests, I think is really key. Yeah. In fact, I'm doing some promoting right now. See, there we go. I told you right on the spot. It's, so Yeah, it's huge. I mean, like promotion as far as like, and like what I guess a good question is, right? What goes into promoting? Like that's a big question that I feel like no one really I mean, like some people address it, but it's really un under I don't know, it's un, it's just kind of like talked over. What does it mean to promote yourself? Where do you promote yourself? How do you promote yourself? Why do you think you have something that like can be promoted? Like I mean, what 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 does it mean to promote, I guess? So I, I'd like to, yeah. Sure, yeah. Let's start with that one, that big question. So what, what does it mean to promote? I guess if you guys haven't watched our first uh, episode in the series, we talked about a little bit of content planning. So when you have that niche uh, for your podcast style and theme, then you kind of go into what you want to do, whether it's in-person, virtual episodes, influencer marketing, working on media and PR, list could go on and on. So what does it mean to promote is essentially promoting your brand or your podcast or what that theme is about. So it kind of holds to your personal values, uh, what your brand or company encompasses. So that promotion, you could really go a lot of different directions in the promote game. Online is super big right now, social yeah. media. And that's going to be your number one route. Like, 
you can reach specific niches. And I mean, I just for as a little background, I, I did go to school for social media marketing as my major. And, I, you know, so I am I have a lot of decent amount of social media marketing, which one could say that whatever I learned in school was already outdated by three years, which would be probably true <laughs> uh, because the marketing world, uh, social media wise changes uh, on the monthly. I mean, you need to <laughs> stay with it. It is mm-hmm. it is an ever changing horizon. But the these the real, I think, meat and potatoes of promotion just comes down to, you know, making sure that you have the right ads, for instance, like the right. Like I just posted a, a thing to my story about, you know, at the Daily Grind, at the Kelly Johnson Foundation, at Verse Studios. And then I always using a geolocation. That's huge. That that puts you in a actual physical spot. And the best way to grow, grow locally, think globally. That's like the best it. way. That's big gem. Yeah, I'd love to think I came up with this, but I think I've heard that from my mom and, and her, uh, her, her, her uh, Woodstock hippie days. So, <laughs> <laughs> But no, I think it's a really like genuine thought is like when you put in that, add that little extra details, all that stuff matters. That's why those location geotags are huge. They find people in your area. And I'm more like I'm more interested in a content creator that is geographically close to me because they're going to be creating things that are probably mean a little bit more to me because it's the same area. And then there's also the potential of collaborating and, and meeting people with that. And then also knowing the hashtags, knowing your audience. Going back to part one, no, you know your theme now. You, you've put together your theme. You've put together your structure. You have your, you know, your style of podcast. You know what you're going to do. So now, now is the point where we got to promote it. We got to get people excited about it. We got to tell people why you're doing this, what you're doing. And by doing that, you now you got to narrow down really your, your clientele, your, mm-hmm. your customer base. I mean, your, your audience, your community. Yeah, really well said, Elijah. And it goes to show, I think, the first, like, easy, it sounds easier than it is, but uh, finding your guests. So yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's a big question. It seems super easy, but um, we'll a detail, out. Yeah, detail this out a little bit more. Again, it might be overwhelming to start. Um, I, going back to the Daily Ground, our season one, we actually had a lot of my guests on the show were people within the Chicago area when we were based there and coworkers or friends of friends, uh, people that we could ask questions with. So whether it's a mutual connection or someone that you run into on your own daily grind, like I did with Elijah here yeah. um, at that, that client event. So um, going from that guest, so taking that podcast theme, so that niche that you're part of, the guests you kind of want to have obviously associated with that niche, obviously. But going outside that conference zone, so question I get a lot of times is like, Kelly, where the hell do I find guests? That's a great question, but it's a, a little bit easier answer, easier to answer. The, the key thing here is the action steps after. So yeah. understand like, hey, I have people that I want to talk about in content creation. So, hey, I know Elijah. Let me reach out to him. So that next step for me is to reach out to him, whether it's I have his contact info. If I don't, whether someone in my network has his info, hey, can you get me in touch with Elijah? Yeah. And then, boom, we can get that convo going. I th- that's actually led, led into a really good point, too. Like, all that is is... 110% the gospel truth. She's you hit it right in the head. Like that's so true. And it's so much harder than it sounds. <laughs> and like it's not hard to do, it's hard to implement if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because like in every day to day you got a lot of things going on. But on the other standpoint, I guess I when I think of that like you come into uh yeah, when you come into connecting like I think a very important thing that kind of gets underlooked that you mentioned when we just like we're talking about some notes from this 
was the point that you said about approaching and how to approach them. And also, I think like a huge thing that I get approached a lot by smaller content or people starting out or people that are like, you know, really good, awesome, genuine people, a part of the community that, you know, I'm building that like want to create or do something with me. And like, and a lot of times I'm flattered all the time. And I think it's awesome. And, and a lot of times I, I do. I mean, that's the whole point. Reach out and ask. That's promoting. Uh, you just, so what? If he says no, it's the worst thing, right? But also, like, when you do reach out, don't just, like, send some half-assed message. Don't just be like, hey, yo, what's up? Like, I'm not going to respond to that <laughs> if we don't have that kind of rapport. I'm clearly a professional page. You're clearly a professional page. You want to collaborate? Like, I, whenever I message someone, I'm sure you probably do the same because I know you did it with me, is I have... Basically, we have like that introduction conversation to get to know each other and see where we're both at and see if one will just in general blend together in a conversation or whatever we think we might want to do. And then once we you know, get past that stage, I think doing what, what, what you and me did is just communicating here and there, staying just in touch. And then once we had a date finalized and everything figured out, putting together a, an actual call time and having that conversation like we did and then building, you know, out this whole outline and, and thinking of notes and going over like you came to me with meat and potatoes. You didn't come with me, come to me with, you know, a drawing of a pot and, and <laughs> soil to grow the potatoes. Like, you know what I mean? Like you had your shit put together. Yeah. And that's huge. Like if you want to have great results like this podcast series now, mm -hmm. you want to have consistent like concise points brought to you, you guys the audience and you someday your audience you need to to start off like start where you want to end excellence oh definitely yeah with the end goal in mind what we talked about in episode one and just being able to being professional um from a communication standpoint is super key you don't have that like half-assed message like elijah said and or two on the on the opposite side or reverse side you don't want to have that long essay right away yeah yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. You don't want to be the overload them with information. It's it's a uh, like I'm not going to sit here and say that there's the right way to do it. You have to have a bit of nuance. This is it's a dance. It's you're literally dancing with a social interaction here. You're trying to figure out like essentially is this someone like if if it's someone that you couldn't see yourself being friends with, I tend to not do business with them. Mm -hmm. Or to create or do something with them. And I know that might sound a little like this or that, but we have to be able to sit down like we are today for five plus hours and, and, and talk to each other. We should probably enjoy doing that. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, exactly. Like understand their personality first or understand what their scope is. Do a little bit of research beforehand. I say be prepared going into just that initial uh, communication that you send out to yeah. your guest. Um, again, you want to be respectful of their time and their own values because a lot of people have a lot of things going on. Everyone is busy, in yeah. quotes, nowadays. So <laughs> right. you got to understand from a timing perspective and even, too, from a recording perspective. So even though you reach out to your guest uh, that you want to have on the show, they're not going to be able to record the next day. Most yeah, nine, uh, nine just, yeah, uh, They can't just hop off and record. Now, granted, I kind of will do a I, I run and gun a lot like that during the week. But that's also only with people I know. Like, you're right. Giving someone some heads up and some time. And also, like, feeling each other out. You, you make a lot of good points. It's, it's weird. Uh, it's a weird territory. Yeah. Like, you're trying to find, find out if, you guys, if you're going to be able to, like, actually spend some serious time working on a goal-oriented project. It's like, 
What is it? It's like uh, finding your partner for school. Uh, <laughs> you're in middle school, you're in elementary school, trying to find your partner. Who's good? Yeah, who's good? It's not going to be, uh, you know, you carrying the team all the time. You want to have someone that's just as supportive. Yeah. Let's get that A plus on the project. So, yeah. but yeah, I love it. So, Elijah hit on another keyword. Hey, you guys, I didn't tell him, but goal oriented. So, we're really goal driven on this podcast as well. Yes, so, another word. Yeah, I like it. So, we're, again, another great gem, key takeaways, true daily grinder. So, um, going back to the guests, like understanding, okay, tailing your message to them. So we don't want to copy and paste each and every message to people that we want to reach out to, but tailor to whether they're, you know, in content creation, or let's say I'm running a a fitness podcast. I want to get personal trainers on the show to talk to about their stories and whatnot. Um, Maybe just go to reach out to some of the local people or people that you'd say are could be a potential guest on the show before you go to your 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 eight i guess your top tier list of guests so do like a test run uh reach out to people see if they're interested edit that message that you send out right away before you go into the the guests that you want to get at the end goal it helps so when you reach out i guess that's an interesting point like I kind of use a lot of my my just cold I call it cold calling but uh, you know I don't call anyone anymore yeah. but <laughs> uh, I'll go through like Facebook or uh, like I find tons of work through like Facebook groups and like, I think most of my client I come through goes through Facebook or is driven now through my website they come like they find me through there but like it's just conversations right like i mean i mean i guess for you where where do you go to find these people like where do you go to start messaging people and and how do you know that like how do you contact them even like cold calls someone you've never met never had that that networking moment or whatever but you're just like oh i really see you on instagram a lot and i really like what you're doing and i'd love Mm -hmm. to chat more like what what is your approach to that sure yeah that's a really great question so yeah with the reaching out to guests we use multiple mediums so Elijah hit on Facebook groups. I think that's a really great start for our newbie podcasters here tuning in. Yeah, there's a lot of different Facebook groups on podcasting 101, or um, I think there's even particular groups on getting podcast guests on your show. But you can send introductory messages on there like, Hi, my name's Kelly. I run the Daily Grind. I'd love to get more special guests on the show about entrepreneurs or business owners things of that so simple message put it out there there's a lot the cool thing about podcasting is it's such a great community online and you never know who you're going to meet and you can always again going back to our episode one don't have to say yes to everything but be polite be respectful of people's time again everyone is doing their own thing so even if you you're not able to connect with the first person you message with no big deal there's so many other people out there i would totally agree like (laughs) I have, I don't even know how many thousands of people I've messaged who I've never either never responded and nothing came to fruition, but that's the whole thing. doesn't matter. Like, yeah. what is the worst thing, guys, that someone could say to you? No, I don't want to do that. Okay. Move on to the next one. Yeah. Wh- you. Nothing is lost at all. In fact, the only thing I'd say is you've gained some experience and like being able to take rejection in this industry, in every industry, but especially in this industry take rejection be able, it's it's hard to sit there and and get told no or hear that you're not good enough or like someone doesn't like but you know what use that stuff it happens but it's again just i mean you hit it on the head exactly. just do it just yeah do it. just do it exactly just do it. so we have that intro <laughs> not to copyright nike yeah yeah not to co- yeah <laughs> We're not we're not sponsored by Nike for no, this no. episode, but yeah, <laughs> no, the intro no. message we have on the Facebook group, or let's say we'll go to an easy one, Instagram DM. So you slide in their DMs, uh, send that message out to them, 
uh, say that we loved your content or talk about something, maybe like a positive or strength of them that you see on their story or with the, their social or just about their business or background in general. Nail that key point, compliment them on something and reach out. Hey, I think this would you'd be a really great fit on the show. We'd like to follow up via email or phone call or whatever medium you feel most comfortable with or what you think the guest would be uh, best to follow up with as well. You make that connection. Do an intro call if needed, video call. Meet them in person if you're more of the in-person with your podcast style and then go from there in recording. Key thing here is though, so we've daily grind we've been always been grinding each and every day but we've got to a point now we've been growing so we actually get the reverse Mm. now where people reach out to us to be on the show so you have to have also a back plan if let's say you have talk about your story about podcasting but your friends and community actually want to be on your show now you got to have some criteria or again have that plan and plan of action on what your theme is and if they're a good fit Uh, going back to the yes no thing yeah knowing what to say yes or no to and like it's hard when when you get start to get to that point where like you Mm -hmm. know saying like it's hard and it's also super rewarding because that that, that's when you know you're starting to really like find find a path that's when you know you're starting to like make your way i feel like is when you can say no and afford just do so and also like it sucks i've had to say no to different videos or different things to like some really close friends of mine and and things because it doesn't mesh with my brand or with my and like it's not that i don't want to include them or i don't want to but it's not what my audience and what my community is there you know interacting with and so i have to stay true to that and like it's difficult it's not like this is easy. It's not like you pick a theme and then, oh, now you're in it and you got a theme and it's just a little <laughs> grut. No, every single cell in my body will scream to not do the theme sometimes for a video. But that's like the whole thing is you need to just say what you're going to do and commit to it. Yeah, exactly. And then going back to those topics, too. So people reach out to you or vice versa. Like, do they fit within the topics or do you see um, just think maybe three steps ahead? I mean, that seems like a lot at first, but when you communicate out to them and they respond back, you can take some time to respond, you know, think before you yeah. think before you act. I always yeah. like type out a message. Yeah. Like I'll type it out in my notes and then that's also where I can like edit it and stuff like that. And then I'll like sit on it for a couple hours or like if I get a message in the morning and it's a new, like new networking relationship or new, like, like you said, I'll sit on it for like a day or something. And that's fine. Like I always say, as long as you respond, like if it's a time sensitive thing, I like to respond as quickly as possible. And I tend to always usually try to respond in the same day. But if it's like, you really got to compose some things. Mm-hmm. Hey, take that time. There is no harm in that. And there's no expectations at first. There's no like deadlines that you guys have to meet. I mean, don't be rude. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah at least follow up, uh, be consistent with the communication. Uh, this is your own show. So yeah, you can hit deadlines or if you have a specific, if you're very time sensitive on one recording episode, obviously the sooner the better, but yeah. just be respective again to the guests, even if you don't have them committed to your show right away. Yeah. Uh, Cause you never know down the road if you, you cross paths again, whether it's in podcasting or outside the industry. I think that really is a good way to kind of tie into like the guest etiquette and like kind of practices. Like you said, like that was such a great little bullet point you added because there's oftentimes where like you you could be offending or kind of ticking someone off without even knowing and like i guess what are your what are your steps do you have like a just a basic like step of just a guide of what you sure, would do sure. we're gonna reveal the steps today no, oh. I'm 
Ooh. I don't have any specific Spicy. ones, but uh, yeah, we'll give you some some gems, some best practices here. So, okay, let's go through the next step. So we we nailed, we got Elijah on the show here today. So I followed up with him. We set up a time I usually do with the Daily Grind. We give an agenda, some topics we're going to discuss about or questions we're going to ask just to get the guests comfortable. Because again, this is not their show, it's yours, but they're coming on as a guest. So we treat them the best of the best treat it's all about the customer and that comes yeah. yeah yeah i think that's held true across industries as well not just podcasting like you want to do the most you can um what's that golden rule uh treat others yeah. like you'd like to be treated yeah 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 so like put yourself in the guest's shoes what do you see if i was uh, gonna be you know airing on another podcast like what do i expect or what would i anticipate yeah to do before i get on their and show and also like yeah like putting yourself in their shoes like they're you know, if, if they're coming to you in your place where you're recording, or even if you're going to their space, like like you did today, you came to here to my studio at, and we're setting up and doing this. But like, you always had a very um like respectful demeanor. You were very conscious of that, and also you came into this space like very. You came in open to the space. You got to be open to that mm -hmm. stuff, and like, and you were very accommodating. Mm -hmm. And I think that also is like having a plan, having these bullet points having this stuff laid out for you and set so we keep on track and like keeping the the conversation like you're doing guided like that's one of the things i struggle with. I'll, I'll i'll tangent off because i just love like talking about things like <laughs> but all that stuff is is huge i think with guest etiquette and like you came to me with an actual written out plan you came to me with dates with timelines with a general idea and collaboration like like thoughts of collaboration you came ready to go with all that mm -hmm. that's huge guys it's huge like straight up biggest thing i can say is that is the ultimate form of respect and like there's so many times when i'll show up to different interviews like i, I just got interviewed uh and it was by like a, a pretty large publication mm -hmm. here in milwaukee and i did not feel like <laughs> i was treated like a person yeah. I felt it was weird it was like I was given very little information. They were late by like 30 minutes. I was sitting there like, what the heck? And then when it was there, I felt like they were like, like clearly the, la the lady did not want to be there. And I was like, it's just stuff like that was like, I was like, then why even mess it? I was like, <laughs> but then again, I love the PR, you know? Yeah, <laughs> but, all, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Back to the content planning. But no, it goes to, that's a great point. Like, don't just go through the motions with your guests. Yeah. Uh, you know, be in the moment and understand again, put yourself in their shoes. So, so when we recorded, we had a set stone in t uh, time, but then I'll go down two paths, both I'll, both scenarios here, because we do both on the Daily Ground. So we have in-person and virtual uh, recordings for episodes. So our in-person in recording for episodes is I bring our equipment to the studio, or if they come to the studio, make it comfortable, make it available. So when they're welcoming in, if they need coffee or water or whatever, yeah. and then understanding what their timeline is. So if it's only an hour recording or two hours or whatever your time of day be super respectful there very welcoming environment i think that's really key. that's huge yeah yeah and understanding that like your value your time is valuable yes but so is theirs yeah and then also yeah before we hit the record test the audio make sure you got backups because you never know what's yeah, gonna happen yeah and don't play around with them like if, if especially if they come to you and like they're they're taking like time out of their day and like it's like do not show up unprepared make sure you have everything you need like when you set up set up like in in a space that they like they're comfortable with like you know it's just all those things of like mm -hmm. your guest and like i think you hit it right in the head that's actually i'm gonna write that down 
your guest is your customer. Mm-hmm. Like the customer's always right. Treat them like a king. That is why they're here. and like part of it is or, or queen. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like guests on any whether it's an interview, a vlog, a video series, a web series, a podcast series, anything. I feel like it's it's a very it can be a very nerve wracking thing for the person who is, is the guest, like for who's new to that like t- conversation or that story, right? And all those little things that you said. Guys, take notes. That's a great. Those are great things to just put them at ease. Put them at ease. Yeah, put them at ease. Very welcoming environment. Then they can talk about their story or whatever the topics you are talking on that episode in particular. Going back. So they come to your studio or wherever location is. Or if you come to them, make sure your audio equipment's good to go. Testing. Give them the rundown. Give them a little recap on what you talked about beforehand because that's always a good uh, icebreaker. Yeah, having that little meeting beforehand was very nice. It was mm-hmm. just like, I don't know, gets everyone in the flow, in sure. that communication, in that like, in the in the mood. Sure, sure. And then always send reminders too, because I think it's always great nowadays. Is again, we mentioned everyone's busy, quote unquote. So just be able to <laughs> make sure we had we were quote talking unquote. off. Yeah, we were, we had off air talking about hey, some stuff happens, or sometimes they need to cancel or reschedule because they have a family emergency. Just be considerate of that, and uh, vice versa too, if it ever happens to you. So that's from the in-person. So you do the recording, wrap up, say your thank yous, send an email or note afterwards. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for taking time out of your day to record with me. I think that's yeah. really good buttoned up for that in-person uh, conversation. Second half of this. So nowadays with co- post-COVID, we got a lot of virtual interviews or yeah. episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm excited to hear more. More You, you touch base a little bit uh, off, off camera and off mic with this and... Uh, like the audio quality especially if you're like a somewhat professional or you know amateur professional like really starting to get into it and you're worried about that audio quality and and even if like the person that you're zooming with has a really nice mounted you know camera and has you know yada yada lighting and audio setup it still could fail because the internet might you know not be enough there or there could be a storm or this that like there's so many more untested variables because like right now we're running this whole system. I mean, we have no, you have no internet. You don't, you know, we can record this mm-hmm. anywhere as long as there's power. Like we just need energy. So like, that's what I like to call like a full safe, like a, a fail safe. Like that's how I like to always do production. So for someone who spends so much time and adapting with these COVID times, like you have, and, and so excellently and, and getting the quality and uh, just doing my, my, you know, my homework, right. Look, listen to some of that stuff. It's interesting how I almost can't like you can't tell, and, and the only reason I think you can tell is maybe because you mention it at some point, yeah. and and it's and then you maybe listen for it. So I guess mm-hmm. I'd love to hear you go into that. Sure, yeah, great question, Elijah. So yep, so our virtual setting kind of same points with our guests coming in person. So you give them the rundown beforehand before you hit that pre-record button. You talk about the recap on what we're going to talk about today, if they have any time constraints, things of that nature. Give the rundown too. I'd say maybe beforehand, if it's a video recorded podcast or audio only, sometimes I've done phone calls with people abroad or a Zoom meet or whatever the thing is. Here FM, shout out to Seth Harris. If you do a phone call, team. will you just put, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, go, go. Seth Harris and your team. Didn't mean to cut you <laughs> off. Do you, uh, when you do like just a phone call, say, do you just actually put it, like put the phone on a, on speaker right by the, like right to one of these mics? Or do you try to actually just get like uh, one of those in-app recorders? A uh, conference call. So you can set up a conference oh, call yeah, number and right. you can call in. 
Oh, ah. do you use that through the Google Suite? Yeah, you can use yeah. Google Suite. Uh, Zoom Zoom also has the call-in numbers. Okay. So uh, we've had a few guests on our show that are not as tech-savvy, yeah. and they don't want to do the – they don't have the <laughs> app on their laptop or phone. So I was like, oh, here's this – just call into this number. Yeah. Here's the code to get in, and boom, we can That's hit the record nice. button. So, Man, we live in such times. Like, I know, yeah. Damn, we best live in some. The best. That is good. <laughs> that is like straight up. That is good. Like, yeah. Wow. I would I'd recommend that. There are people out there that have done just the phone and put it up to the speaker before. I mean, do what you can if you can't make yeah. it work. I tend to use like I try to send them. Uh, I've got a link to this app that I'll try to get people if they want to do it on their phone. It also has a link. It's got there's an app for like your iMac or something or MacBook. And what it does is it just records. Uh, it just records phone call like phone calls, like conversations. But what's nice about it is it, rec- it can record it in like a dot wavelength or whatever you want. And then it's like actually an edit- editable like file. Because sometimes, you know, like it's hard to n- when you have like a dot wave or you'll have like a dot um, whatever the other the other audio one is. Don't don't chastise me, audio yeah, everyone. Everyone out okay. there is the audio it's guys. Okay. It's okay. It's on there. No yeah. worries. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. But it's I don't know. It's like it's a, a it's a new type of hurdle but yet also it makes life i guess probably easier huh oh definitely yeah there's like you can do audio only video only again this is your own show so you do what what you're good at or what you want to improve on whatever your end goal is so uh, from content creation there's a lot of different things we'll talk about in our future episodes as well on turning that long-term content into short-term content whether it's audio clips or uh, video reels list could go on and on on repurposing things or just to promotion in general. But yeah, going back to that guest. So whether it is, let's say it is a video call and you are recording content for your YouTube channel, uh, let them know ahead of time, like, Hey, this is going to be video recorded. Yeah. Um, just to let you know, might have to have a, if, you, if they have difficulty having a, a background on, or they're not in a studio setting, um, just give them, them the benefit of the doubt, put yourself in their shoes again understand okay if this is my first time being a guest on the show how can i set up from my house or what steps can i provide them to make their life a lot easier yeah i like i'm a huge itinerary and i i live by my calendar and clock it is the only order i find in this world so i uh i'm huge with itineraries i think they're like the end all be all so i like to especially whenever i I host something or i do i like to write out an itinerary from this time to this time we're going to try to like focus in there and i give ourselves buffer times depending on what we're doing or this or that and like having that day planned out like that and giving like a little like heads up of what each part of that guest day is going to entail it allows them i've noticed to just come in with a kind of confidence that you feel like you studied for a test i like it yeah confidence that's so key yeah because you want them feeling the best of the best yeah Uh, bringing those uh good vibes as we call them yeah those good (laughs) vibes man bring them good vibes it's it's so true though like don't you feel more like you feel more in control of your circumstances i feel like that you feel more you're more free and open to be yourself if you come into a situation prepared like i feel very comfortable in this creative like position communicating here with with you all you know even if i don't sound like it but like <laughs> i feel comfortable and i'm enjoying and able to enjoy it and that's also because like i've done this for a lot of years because i've i've had the exposure to be comfortable with it and a lot of your guests are not going to have that that same exposure. Mm-hmm. And so accommodating, like to offset that lack of exposure in this type of like setting, everyone has experience talking. Everyone has experience communicating. So getting them on 
and communicating is really the only is all you're doing the only hurdle they have to come over is you know what is what is this day what is this all going to entail and if you have an itinerary oh, it helps I feel like. oh for sure yeah going back to like if your guest is comfortable, they're more likely to have a better conversation with you and talk about their story or whatever their message or what you're trying to go through from a question or topic perspective. So I'd say that's another guest adequate. So you go through the virtual uh, recording with him. Also be uh, honest with them and, uh, as well. Like, hey, give them some tips on, hey, this is being video or audio recorded. And so keep the background noise low or maybe put uh, earbuds in or headset or whatever. So it helps have the best audio quality as possible um like we were mentioning off here uh, with those virtual ones you can get the audio quality controlled to almost 90 95 percent but yeah. that five percent you have to have uh, minimized on their end yeah it's minimizing the room for error is and that's where a lot of this gets down to like a technical point which is something that you know if if i'm sure you could touch base on in another you know if people were interested because you could go on for hours but like you just want to minimize the amount of things that could go wrong. And really it's, you know, it's funny. We're sitting here talking about the, the downsides of what people wish they could have been doing for, you know, centuries. Like, I mean, it's insane that we're able to interview someone across the world. Like you are able to do an interview with someone across the world mm -hmm. that there's no way possible that you could have done that. You couldn't have done that to the effectiveness and quality and then able to post it as a, as a conversation and, and with some helpful knowledge you would never have been able to do that five years ago. I mean, that's 10 years ago. Absolutely not. And that's crazy. Like, that's so amazing. I mean, it's so we're really just focusing in on on a very small, like, inconvenience, I think, because, like, guys, take advantage of that, of what, uh, like, you're doing great. I mean, like, I'm sure you've seen a lot of growth mm -hmm. because you've just been, like, willing to do that and that document over create, you know. It's, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You keep on nailing on that message. I think that's super he Elijah and just uh, when you're talking to those guests abroad or wherever their setting is uh, we talk a lot of times with guests that are in different time zones again just be considerate of people's schedules so if you're talking mm -hmm. in the early morning or late at night or during the day uh, just understanding that they might have other stuff going on that day or weekend or whatever so being considerate may have sm small chat before you get onto hitting the record button yeah, it's to, good see, to, warm to see where it is and what their personality is and just kind of observe too how they're feeling how they're reacting and um, go from there have a flexible agenda too i think that's key because sometimes conversations uh, your guests might get super passionate about one area yeah. so you might want to lead in that direction or they don't want to they want to avoid certain things whether it's a product launch that they can't talk about right away mm -hmm. so obviously don't ask that question if yeah. they don't want it to be on the show but make sure to ask those questions yeah. in that pre-meeting and that's actually a good thing to, to kind of just to jump back ask those questions there should be like a Ask them what contracts are you currently in. Like for me, I, I'm in certain contracts with different companies that you, you know you can't mention this product or that or whatever, whatever. So like knowing those things, and then you know to steer away from that. Or like what are topics you don't really like to touch on, and then let's okay, let's stay away from that. But then let's play into your strengths. Like what are three things that you're real like related to the topic we're having? What are three strengths that you really are really good at? Like and then playing into that, and you'll notice like once they get in a groove, once you get once you find that like you get them into the groove. And it is kind of your job as the host to to get them into the groove and, and you know, assuming you can get yourself into it, right? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I guess that's all I got to say. Yeah, I think so. Just be in the moment. Be in the zone. Be prepared, I think, is good and consistent. That communication, again, put yourself in their shoes. 
from that guest etiquette perspective and when discovering guests. So after that virtual event, so we recorded with them and did it. Same thing with the in-person you want to end with that. Thank you email. Thank you. Shout out or um, give them the opportunity again for promotion to give that shout out on your, on your episode and help them with promotion yeah. from before the episode release to after the episode release. Cause sometimes more than not, uh, you might have them on as a repeat guest. Yeah. Yeah, or like one of the things I always put on the itinerary is I always put a uh, a whole list of all my socials, you know, and I like to also get ahead of time when I'm making the itinerary a whole list of their socials. So then at any time in the podcast or the vlog or the video or whatever, you know, I can literally look if I, and when I post to the store, I can look and make sure I have the, the ones that they want posted, that they want me plugging out, that they want me. Because the whole thing, guys, is we all have these amazing communities and audiences. So why not? engage with each other each other's communities cross-pollinate is a huge thing it's one of the number one ways to grow is is us sitting down like we are right now mm -hmm. and having these conversations exactly and then also give your guests the benefit of the doubt too so after you record with them you send them the content hey the episode released next week whatever day it was in that thank you follow-up or email ask them hey i really enjoyed you being on the show do you have anyone else in mind that could be a good fit for us to bring on? Mm -hmm. Use that referral as well because that can open up doors or lead you to other mutual connections down the road if they're within Very that true. niche. Very true referrals. That's actually a really good idea. Also, I think getting um, – I like to to ask always for input um, just in, and from a growth standpoint. Like what could I have done different? Because I, I, whether I take the advice or not is up to you, but I think genuinely – it's such like self-critique and especially self-critique from an individual who has no bias on you, like to an extent like that. That's very valuable, even if you don't like to hear it. And no one ever does. It's I, like uh, after yeah. the first podcast I asked you, I was like, mm -hmm. OK, what can I do better? And how can I you know, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing right? How do I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think that's super, super important. I oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Feedback is huge. Uh, whether you implement ideas from that feedback, but also kind of shows you when discovering or surveying your audience, you understand then what they like best about your podcast and mm -hmm. what things that areas of opportunity, as I call them, not as much yeah. as the weakness, because uh, we can always on work improving ourselves uh, each and every day. So yeah. I love that, gem. I think that's a really good closure to our conversation on all yeah. about the customer and finding that right guest. So Elijah, our listeners are learning so many great takeaways from you, best practices on podcast grind and um, in content creation in general. Where can they learn more about you, follow you on social, all the above? Well, I appreciate that. And yeah, for sure. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, basically all the social media at, at Elijah Dirks underscore. It's uh, E-L-I-J-A-H-D-E-R-C-K-S underscore. And that is pretty much everything for all my stuff. You can also find me online at my website, which is just Verse Studios. That's Verse like a song. And then Studios, V-E-R-S-E. And then Studios. And it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty simple to find. It's uh, Feel free to check me out, guys. I, I, and if you're interested and feel like we'd work well collaborating, love to. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Elijah. We'll be sure to put all of Elijah's contact, where to find him, his social and website in our show notes as always. Appreciate that. Uh, really great work today. And yeah, stay tuned for our next episode in this uh, podcast grind series. Yeah. gave you guys a lot to think about. Great. Thank right you on. so much. Cheers. Yep. Thanks for tuning into the daily grind this week. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, we are at Daily Grind Pod. Please also remember to visit our website, www.kjfwi.org, and shop our merch. Until next time, my name is Kelly Johnson. Have a great day. This episode was produced by the Kelly Johnson Foundation with music composed by Connor Christian. Uh, it's yeah. The actually, I thought I thought of a name. Podcast grind, the podcast grind series. Hey, uh, that's, I like that. The yeah. podcast grind. Yeah, all about the yeah. grind. Shout out to that daily grind. Shout out to the daily grind. <laughs>